0: Unarmored Talk podcast, episode number two, a personal challenge with COVID-19, hosted by Mario P. Fields, with today's special guest, Margaret Kibben. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Unarmored Talk podcast, where we will have real-life conversations to help you develop an accurate way of thinking. And the way we're going to do this is by understanding how feelings, emotions, and thoughts can influence the outcome of a personal or professional challenge. We are blessed to have Margaret, the Margaret Kibben. I know she's gonna probably look at me like why am I the Margaret, Margaret Kibben? So uh, Margaret, can you tell the viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Hey, hey Mario, thanks so very much for this opportunity. I, uh, I've had a wonderful life and part of it, a good part of it has been as the, a Navy chaplain, serving half my career with Marines. As you know, the Navy chaplains serve uh, both of those wonderful services and uh, at the tail end of my career, I had the opportunity to be the 18th chaplain of the Marine Corps 18th to cha- follow that. I was the 26th chief of Navy chaplains.
0: 26th retired 26.
1: Chaplain. Yep. Wow. Exactly. Both very lucky numbers. And, uh, the, um, I retired in the fall of 2018. So just about two years ago. Okay. And, and here we are.
0: Wow. Wow. 26 and 18. Those are two lucky numbers. And, um, and, and I know you you blessed a lot of marines and sailors and some some good times and bad times, so thank you for, for your service, ma'am. I appreciate uh, that, Margaret. Truly my
1: honor, truly so, my honor. You know.
0: so let's get right into the topic. I mean you know right. I, I, the, the, you know you had a personal challenge uh, when you were diagnosed, when you you took the test for COVID, uh, the coronavirus, and you were you tested positive. so let's talk about that personal challenge. let's dive into it, talk to me about it
1: sure well let me give you a little background it it was it was early march um my husband and daughter had gone off to uh to england for some uh, during her spring break i had a speaking engagement in california and we both arrived home around march 12th which as you well know is right at the beginning when things started to get really squirrely right and people were really concerned i think it's interesting there were more there was more concern on the west coast than there was on the east coast and when I showed up into San Diego, we were, you know, everybody was very careful. We weren't to the mask stage yet, but certainly right. no handshaking. And there was L everywhere.
0: Margaret, um, now that wasn't the time when we had lunch, was it?
1: As a matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs>
0: OK, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that for another episode.
1: <laughs> but obviously, I was not symptomatic at that point and <laughs> not carrying anything because you <laughs> ended up unscathed wow uh, but okay. but you may recall uh london turned out to be a hot spot right at that very same week right so tim and Lindsay and i all arrived at home pretty much the same day on march 12th march 13th i went off to newport Rhode island for another speaking engagement came back the very very next day and uh the following week you know we're we're just fat dumb and happy and we're enjoying quarantine at home because you know the government wasn't letting us come in but right. my, my husband's a government contractor and, and I have a, um, an opportunity to work at the Pentagon for a period of time. Daughter was home from school. And so we're all just kind of hanging out with each other and, and I got a weird sinus headache. So I run down to my doctor. He gives me some antibiotics for my sinus headache. Right. Uh, it, and I'm, a, and I'm, a,
0: and Margaret, I'm assuming you like the sinus headache is not normal for you.
1: No, no, it is actually. So it wasn't surprising. Wow. So I've had sinus headaches, and so I said, oh, that's what this is. It was perfectly normal. And uh, at the same time, my husband started to feel a little congestion, and he has, mm-hmm. he's sort of prone to pneumonia. About once every couple of years, he'll get pneumonia, so we're thinking he's got pneumonia, and I've got a sinus headache. But the, but the medical wouldn't let him go down to see the doctor because he'd been in London.
0: Right. And okay, so, so we had to quarantine.
1: Exactly. So yeah. I started to feel really funky after a day or two on this antibiotic. And I thought, because I referred to Dr. Google, who of course is the expert in all things medical.
0: Doctor Who? <laughs> <laughs> I de- and and I never heard that doctor, one. I'm about to steal that one from you. Doctor right. Google.
1: That's exactly right. Well, yeah. well, you know, the the, the the renowned physician Dr. Google told me that, you know, one could have a reaction to antibiotics. So that's what I was sure that I had. Okay. Called the doctor. Said, hey, I'm having this really weird reaction. I, I felt like I woke up and I was 100 years old. I couldn't move a muscle. I couldn't right. move a joint. Sinus headache was phasing, fading out. But uh, he says, yeah, it probably is. Let's switch antibiotics. And I said, oh, by the way, my husband's got these really weird symptoms. They kind of sound like, you know, because this is really early on. Remember, it's this early March. We didn't right. have all the checklists of things. I said, you know, maybe, could be, possibly, but they won't let him come in. He says, oh, well, we have a drive through right now for the tests. Why don't you, you know, he sent him down there. And I said, well, just for grins and giggles, you know, could, could I take the test too? We have a daughter with compromised health right. and let's just for the, you know, for the safety of our whole family, can I take the test? He says, well, sure, but you don't have it.
0: So, so I'm, we, I'm we, assuming we, at this point you, you're kind of arrogant. You're right. You're like, we don't, we don't have it. This
1: Yeah. Call it arrogance, call it ignorance. But <laughs> <laughs> we, we were just, you know, as I say, fat, dumb and happy. Yeah. And uh, so, so we hire ourselves on down to medical and, and, we go through the drive through there. They interview us. They interviewed Tim. They said, sure enough, you better take the test. We're certain you have it. They say to wow. me, well, what's your problem? And I said, I laid it all out. They said, oh, you don't have it. And we're not going to give you the test. And I said, well, you know, the doctor said maybe, and we have a daughter with compromised health. And could you just for, you know, for our own well-being, uh, give us, give us the test? Sure. Okay, fine. Because, you know, they were being very uh, parsimonious about those tests at that point because there weren't many. Right. And uh, so I said, uh, uh, "So great. So five. So now we are five days waiting for these test results. Remember, we're still at home. We're all within spitting distance of each other. Right. Tim's symptoms have disappeared. I'm still feeling funky.
0: And I know you. And I, and I know you mentioned your daughter, who's uh, who's uh, I want to say 22. And she's 23
1: it. now. She was 22 at the time, exactly.
0: And you mentioned and the big the big issue is because she she has some type of." Just, she,
1: and... she has cystic fibrosis
0: got it okay so that's
1: all that's all lung stuff right and so right. you know Ooh, yeah but we were being careful we for the most part I mean right. we were wiping down counter surfaces and you know mostly covering our coughs and doing those sort of things but yeah. uh overall we really weren't being any different than we used to be right and then I got the call I got the call first and I had COVID wow yeah. And my husband's call came the next day. But on, on my day, I, I got to tell you, my daughter was ticked off at me. Wow. And, you know, obviously, there's more there are more feelings than just being mad. But she was right. she she immediately went back because she's a she's a scientist. And she went back and she said, <laughs> you didn't do this. You didn't do this. You did this. You did this. And she laid it all out about how I had put her at risk. So,
0: right. I so mean, your, 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 your child put you on report
1: absolutely you want to talk about being unarmored i mean she just cut me to the quick i mean there was a there was a gap in my kevlar and she found it
0: you you and, became uh, you became the follower she was the leader She like no you're gonna listen to me she, uh, well, she, was, a, course, she was a chaplain
1: that, exactly but the no she was not a chaplain nah. she was the sergeant major <laughs> but the, you know at that point the, the horse right. is out of the barn there's there's nothing we can do. I mean, yeah. if she's going to be exposed, she's been exposed. Right. We're talking ten days. Wow. And so uh, she went around the house being super super mad at us. Of course, then Tim Tim's results came back, being super mad at us. I mean, wouldn't talk to us. She you know wow. not even a hi. How are you feeling today? There was no empathy, sympathy, generosity, nothing on her part.
0: It, course, you know, not, and I bet you that was tough, Margaret. You know that you're the you know mom, right? You're the parent. And no matter what, you didn't do it on purpose. So, I mean, how, how did your how did you, be become aware of your your emotion, maybe of anger, anxiety, or whatever? How did you deal with that when you have your twenty now three year old just blaming you for something?
1: Well, that's a keen observation. For for one, as a mother, you say I've raised my daughter to be compassionate, and look what I get. <laughs> I get nothing. I get a I get a sergeant major. Uh, worse, it's worse than the sergeant major. It's more like a recalcitrant lance corporal. And, um, uh, the, uh, so she, she, I, I, how did I deal with it? I was really, I was, I was mad. Right. I didn't feel well. Right. And so I, I was feeling a little sorry for myself. I have yeah. now been told I have COVID. We don't know enough about the disease to know how it's going to progress. Is my life in danger? I don't know. Right. And I'm thinking, don't you realize my life is in danger? You should right. love me for these last days. <laughs>
0: Right. Like, you, let, let's apply some thought here. All right. Got
1: it. <laughs> exactly. Well, mom's not 20. Stop worrying about yourself. Worry about me. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I was a little I was a little self-absorbed in, yeah. in those times, too. So um,
0: right.
1: and then and then we finally had a, literally a come to Jesus moment uh, where we sat down in our living room, uh, now socially distanced <laughs> and and just said, OK, what's going on? And, you know, it took a little teasing out, but it came out and. And, you know, being the scientist she had, she said, well, you know, this could have happened. This could happen, you know, and it's all about her health and her well-being. And we certainly get that, obviously. I mean, this is something we've lived with all her life. But the problem for me and for my husband was, well, where is God in this? Mm. And she was not and she's always been a very faithful person. And when I say faithful, I'm not saying she goes to church every Sunday. Right. I'm saying she has a depth of faith that right. has, frankly, been a, a testimony to her nurses and doctors throughout her lifetime, without her even trying. Right. You know, just her, her essence has just been one of, of hope and of, of resilience. And there was none of that. None. Wow. And we're thinking, oh, my gosh, now that she's an adult, she's lost faith. So, bet, so wow. that- that was an even deeper pain for yeah. both of us. You know, can you not see that God is here? Right. And, and she was like, the science tells me this.
0: God wow. is saying nothing. Wow. So, so, so before the COVID night, you know, before the, the positive test, you, you really, did you ever have a circumstance that made you go, is my daughter losing faith, spiritual faith? do the science like or was this the first time that you guys kind of got hit with this
1: well you know there were there were little hints of it and yeah. you know part of it is is it her faith or is it she's growing up because you know right as parents we say things to our children and they go yeah 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 you know when they're right. younger they go oh that's wonderful but you know when you're 22 23 you now know everything and um, your parents know nothing uh, <laughs> so so we were kind of going through that phase right just in general. And, and faith was a part of that. Right. Uh, And she was not as articulate in her faith recently as she had been in the past. Mm. Uh, So there was certainly evidence of it, but it was never so slap us up in the face.
0: Yeah. Um, So so how did, so how do you, you know, so I'm an animated person. So I, I, I wear my emotions on my face a lot. Yes. You know, my kids, when my adults say, adult children say things that I'm like, the hell are you talking about? you know, I wear my emotions. So how, how did you keep your emotions from coming out and making her think that you're confused or whatever?
1: Well, I I don't know in this case that I <laughs> that I should have kept my emotions hidden. And so I didn't.
0: R- okay, um, got it.
1: Uh, uh, my face, my countenance completely fell. I, I, right. was, I was devastated. Yeah. And, uh, and yet, I also know, in my own faith that God is working through this moment to minister to her in a way she can't see right and and that's what i held on to is that that this is a moment that is not the end of you know life as we know it well right. maybe the end of life as we know it but it's not the end of faith as we know it
0: yes it's,
1: it is a beginning it's an opportunity because out of doubt comes faith right and we were in the depths of doubt in this moment we were doubting her she was doubting god and wow. And so to, you you can't just say, oh, there's nothing here. Oh no, it's very much there. And I think emotions are God's gifts of, of for us to be able to communicate right. really what's going on. So that's what we did in our little living room. We 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 all emoted all over the floor, um, right. and uh, it, there was there was crying. There was um, anger. There were you know there was yelling. There was. Which is right. not a big thing in our house, by the way. We're not yellers, right. and uh, and yet, you know, there was very, there were very loud voices, and yet there was also some. There was quiet. There was tears. There was there was everything.
0: And you know, and a lot of people wouldn't even think, "Oh, you're the you're the 26, you know, you know, chaplain of the Marine Corps, if I got that right." And
1: 18th and, chaplain of the Marine
0: Corps. <laughs> 18th, I'm sorry, the 26th. I'll, be, I'll come
1: 18th, back. The, I'll be the 26th. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, and
0: it, you know, and and people wouldn't think you were rear rear admiral, rear admiral. You know, you got it all work. together. You got it all together. There's no way that COVID nineteen or any circumstance could, could 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 create conditions where there is turmoil in your house, Chaplain, right?
1: Right. Well, welcome to humanity, <laughs> of which we are all a part, right? And and you know why why wouldn't we be tested? Right. And and frankly, you know, I have a theory that says you know the adversary must know we're doing something right, or he wouldn't be working so hard to thwart it.
0: Absolutely
1: and uh and and i do feel that that was what was going on our strength has always been the bond of our family our strength has always been that bond which is grounded in faith right and yet that's what was shaken that's where he was coming in to to kind of attack
0: yeah and and if you if you had a chance looking back you know going all the way back to 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 march and 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 speeding up to today if you had a chance to do it all over again you know what, what would you say you would have done different as far as the way you thought about things um, you know your emotions feelings whatever you know how would you have done it different you think in your mind
1: right well you know practically you you go through that in your head because I, honestly we don't know who brought it in the house right was it me was it Tim we don't, it on, was, it, was it was it Lindsay him. we don't know so you know Tim. we did the we well I've tried many times and and he's continually blamed it on me but you know you can <laughs> we can point fingers. <laughs> But so we played the blame game, and Lindsay did too, uh, for quite some time, and realized that was getting us nowhere. Um, But if I to go back to do things differently, you know, you can do the the what if I could have, um, on the on the physical stuff, but on the emotional stuff, I think that's a great question. And this caught us up so fast that we never really stopped to say, what if one of us comes down with COVID? We'd never had that discussion. Right you know, again, they were traveling. I was traveling. It hadn't hit the East coast as, as hard, uh, as it had in other areas. So we just, it never, we never war gained this ever.
0: Right. Well, no, that's no, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Margaret for sharing that. And you know, you got me thinking now in my own family is that I, there's a lot of things, you know, COVID-19 or just an accident can happen tomorrow, but I've, I've, you know there's a lot of times I haven't applied thought uh to to the what if and right. and then emotions take over and I make emotional, exactly. emotional oh. decisions oh yeah but you no know, so thank you for sharing that and uh no that that is wonderful I do have one last question before we wrap up if that's okay with you Margaret sure um who's the best chaplain that's ever served in the navy I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know
1: there are some awesome chaplains out there. And I would not say it as I, I, I can't, um, uh, I know you're teasing that out of me, but, uh, I'll tell you what, there, there are some remark. We have our heroes. There are ships named after chaplains. There's, there are, you know, folks who's, so I, I don't even know if I, we as a chaplain corps. let me put it at this the chaplain corps as a
0: whole is the best chaplain. Awesome. In the no, no, I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, Margaret Kibben on Unarmored Talk podcast, as she highlighted a positive test for the coronavirus revealed a lot of things that her, her husband or daughter did not even realize. And they were able to take emotions, feelings, and thought and have a positive outcome from a very, very challenging personal situation. I would, until next time, Ari, do you have anything closing to say to our viewers and listeners? Of
1: course I do. I was taught that in, in my public affairs school and never let them have the last word.
0: I have, two last,
1: I have two last words. Uh, yesterday was the Navy birthday, in case you were wondering. And uh, so I have, a, I have a nautical phrase I want to share with you that uh, ships don't sink because of the water around them. Hmm. Ships sink because of the water that gets in them. So don't let what's happening around you like that get inside you
0: powerful I like that can I take it so
1: you can take it and that and and it's a it's here's an an a scripture because I'm a chaplain from Isaiah 43 when you pass through the waters I will be with you when you pass through the rivers they will not sweep over you when you walk through the fire you will not be burned
0: awesome and in your book
1: so um I was actually asked during this right after this to contribute to a book uh, called living into your next season into moving you. forward after the crisis of 2020 it's a compilation of of essays of people who are going in through transition during this time frame and, and some of the challenges they face but more importantly what they leaned on to uh, to to find their own sense of resilience and and hope and uh the it's found on amazon Okay. Uh, and it's called, and it's all the, all the proceeds go to the Foundation for the National Student Nurses Association. I don't get any cut from this, neither does the editor. Uh, but if you want to look into that, it's uh, living into your next season, uh, moving forward after the crisis of 2020.
0: No, thanks, Margaret. I truly enjoyed having you on Unarmed Talk today. Um, and I don't salute anymore. I just raised the mic up to you.
1: <laughs> well, excellent. Thank you. Have well, I, I'd raise a glass, but I don't have one. I have my my water bottle. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll do that on the next episode.
1: <laughs> Sounds great. Hey, thanks so much, Marion. thanks for what you're doing. And to all of you who are listening to Mario's podcast, keep, keep your head up because uh, you will find yourself unarmored at some point, but not without hope.
0: Amen. Until next time, I'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to Unarmored Talk podcast. Subscribe at www.unarmoredtalk.com to receive information on the release of upcoming episodes. Unarmored Talk Podcast is sponsored by Global Inspirational Speakers LLC, a inspirational speakers bureau that connects inspirational speakers to the world.